Assalamu alaikum and hello everyone. My name is Arina and welcome to Iman's first ever podcast show. Um, so uh, where we are talking about things that are not just book related but also how great content from all around us influence and shape our life. So today joining us for the very first episode are two of our beloved authors of Iman, Nohaf Samit, author of Letters Who Got Serious, and Nur Fadila Wahid, all the way from Singapore, authors of Nenis to You. Welcome, thank sisters. You, thank you. Um, thank you for making time to join our show today. Thank you for inviting us. So readers out there have shown tremendous love for your books. Um, some say that the journey that people in your story went through resonate with them, which brings us to the today topics, Hijra. So it is a word that is regularly heard, but uh, being in conversation or even in our social media, Hijra is definitely one of the themes that we can see being highlighted in your books, and even on your, um, from your both social media, we get to see snippet on your own story of Hijra. So uh, maybe start with Nuhaf Safas, if you don't mind sharing with us. Uh, your hijra story a little bit. What is your turning point of hijra? Make it like simple and <laughs> don't, don't make it very long. My dear life is not simple. Oh. <laughs> so yeah, I mean, just tell us a little bit about your hijra story and what is the turning point. I think as for me, there's no like one precise definite point where, you know, I woke up in the morning and suddenly I felt like, okay, I'm going to do hijra. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, you know, nak yang lebih elok. No, it didn't happen. Uh, what happened for me was a series of events that was, I would say, that the trials and turbulence and hardship that hit me one after another, after another, and after another, that actually um, made me realize that the only way to find solution is to go back to him. Aywa. Okay. And uh, it made me realize that I need to repair my relationship with Allah. Otherwise, nothing will work. Nothing will happen because only He can heal me. Only he can cure me and only he can put things right. But even then, um, the changes cannot happen overnight. You know, if you if you were to change it abruptly, it would not last. You know, you might change again, you might revert back to your old ways within 24 hours or so. Mm-hmm. So changes have to take, you know, it has to be done over time and gradually. That's for me, at least. I find it's a better. Mm. But you got to start somewhere. You know, you, you cannot expect, you know, suddenly like lightning strike and suddenly, wah, you're the chosen one. No, it doesn't happen that way. You have to look for Allah. Then, inshallah, He will guide you. Inshallah. Okay, uh, thank you, Kahafsa. Uh, how about you, Fadila? What's your turning point of your hijrah? I agree with Kahafsa. I mean, yesterday I wrote a blog post about how People keep asking about my hijrah story, mm-hmm. but it's actually it's, you you do make hijrah almost every day because yeah. every time you go through something, you make hijrah, you want to become better. But um, I know when you are asking this question, perhaps you're asking for like a story. <laughs> what's, <laughs> what's your story? Yeah. Uh, so for me, if I can highlight a few of the hijrah points, uh, the first one is basically when I got heartbroken. Aww. So yeah, I think Give me his name. <laughs> <laughs> Alhamdulillah, he's happily married now. Oh. <laughs> Alhamdulillah. So um, yeah, so what I believe is what Maulana Jalaluddin Rumi he said that the wound is where the light enters, enters you. you yes. So I think that's very beautiful because mm. um, all of us we only tend to turn to God like you said mm. when we are broken. Yeah. When we are heartbroken, when we feel we have no one, baru kita nak cari Allah. Yeah. Yeah. So that is the hikmah actually behind pain. So that was the first for me. 
having my heart broken and itulah I decided okay I want to leave the country wow. <laughs> that's why I moved to Malaysia <laughs> yeah but before the heart broken uh, I was actually feeling very restless like I was um, like I said I was very liberal um, so not practicing so I would go out to work and come home keluar pagi balik pagi ah, bukan balik malam tau balik pagi <laughs> yeah so and by then over time I felt like ini kerja hidup, hidup aku like mm. I'm just going to earn money, spend it, party, earn money, spend it, and then I got tired. It felt very like hollow. Yes, like, after after like mm-hmm. one year of feeling happy like that, they realized there must be something more to life. Just felt like a shell. I was. So what happened was after I start seeking, and then um I start changing a bit, right? Mm-hmm. And then my then boyfriend, he saw the changes in me, and he's like panicking because he doesn't want to change it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So that's where we. Break, broke up and then yeah I went to Malaysia so that's my first hijrah mm-hmm. having my heart broken and another point that I could remember was because after I moved to Malaysia I really worked on being a good Muslim mm-hmm. uh, but then I think the salam masuk bab riyak pula because when you come from a place of nothing this a lot of Muslims this happens to them from zero and then the hijrah and then because they need they feel they need to redeem themselves so they go the other extreme and they become holier than thou i want to become holier than thou so that's what happened to me so on my graduation day uh yeah in ua so i was feeling really good about myself <laughs> okay and then my friend invited me to ustaz muhadirin haji jol punya halaqah it's not like a class so i sat there and subhanallah like like you said this ustaz ustaz who are hidden right not so popular he like throughout the class it was a very simple class but i ended the class crying because mm. i had the realization that what did i study this past four years like this is my islam but i'm sitting in this class and i feel like i know nothing you know mm. and i don't even remember you, what he taught me you know you feel as small as an ant yes yeah. so that was my another step then that point of time baru i start finding a spiritual hijrah like. mm. yeah so that's that's my story okay mashallah so very very Although it's different, but then it's, it's almost uh, it's the same. But he tries the same, but then everyone have their own turning points, have their own journey. Yeah. But I have to agree with Fadila. I really have to agree with you because the thing is, when you do your hijrah, of course you seek for knowledge. Some people run toward it, mm. and sometimes the knowledge that you get, you need to actually question your heart. Then the possibility of real and thinking like, okay, I'm good. Everyone yeah. else around me who have not changed is bad. Iowa. You know that's the danger of it. You know this. So you you need to yeah, I suppose that if you have a pe- somebody who actually guides you along, who tap you on your hand whenever you you know you go out of line, otherwise yeah. you become the other string. Correct. Yeah. Yeah. Just seeking knowledge. I I've read that has it has three points of it. The first of it, when you seek knowledge, when you have a little bit of knowledge, yes. you think you know everything. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yes. But then the more you learn, you like okay, maybe I know half half. <laughs> but then the more you dive into it, you like okay, I do nothing. I, yes, <laughs> I agree. And then that's when you feel like, um, okay, maybe you're right, maybe you're right. You're like, Allah knows. Yeah. Yes. Um, do we need to change ourselves when we decide we want to make a hijra? What would be labeled as old-fashioned if we must give up some of the things that normal in today's modern age? What do you guys think about it? I, I don't agree with that because, you know, um, <coughs> again, why are you changing? Are you changing to please people or are you changing to please Allah? Mm. You know, when you change to please Allah, there's no definition of modern or old-fashioned. You you change to please Him, you follow Him. And His commandment, 100 years ago and now, is the same. It has not changed. It doesn't move with fashion or time. Mm. So the thing is, like, for example, the commandment is to cover our aura. It's still the same. 
you know the only thing that now they tweak it and make it into fashionable i am so sorry you know there's nothing fashionable about covering all right you know it's just cover you need to cover and whatever that needs to be you know not uh, whatever that has to be concealed has to be concealed so it's not about being fashionable it's all boils down to intention who you are trying to please you know but if your intention is right it does not matter it really does not matter Mm-hmm. Agree with you. How about you? Mm. So, you, you, your question is like being it being old fashioned. I mean, like if we want to make hijab, do we have to change ourselves? I think, change of course, you have to change yourself. Yeah. But there is a misconception of um, most people when they say change, mm-hmm. the first thing that they start to change towards, perhaps because it's the easiest thing to change, mm-hmm. yeah. is the, out, the outer the, side yeah, of exterior, the exterior, yeah. how you look, what you wear, yeah. that kind of thing. Um, but I believe like I well, I agree with you mm. about the fashion things like but I also think that this is something which takes time but what's more important is the jihad of the self where you change yourself with tasqiyah to nafs mm. so actually like if you if you start to change if you want to start changing start changing your akhlaq to have the akhlaq of akhlaq Muhammadiyah the tariqah of Nabi Muhammad sallallahu alaihi wasallam work from the inside out correct yes. so when you work from the inside out you don't make the mistake of going to the extreme and having the holier than thou attitude yeah. Because once you have that attitude, it's actually really hard to scrub it off your heart. Yes, it is. That's yeah. Right. So, and also I believe that there is some people who think that if you change to Islam, you will be old-fashioned and stuff like that, right? But, um, I mean, as Rasulullah Wasallam said, like, so if awesome. there will come a time when people, apa tu, a time when holding on to religion, mm-hmm. it's like holding on to coal. Yes. Yeah, and then he also said something like, uh, "There will come a time where Islam will become something, something strange, and give glad tidings to the stranger." So, Subhanallah, like I feel like if you are different in this time, then then everyone, Alhamdulillah. Yeah, actually, I, <laughs> yeah. now, I mean more and more, I find that the more you try to follow Sunnah, I you know, the more people think that you're fanatic when you're mm. just you're just doing the basic following the Sunnah. Well, in the Quran, Ayuh-ayuh-ayuh-ayuh-ayuh-ayuh-ayuh-ayuh-ayuh-ayuh-ayuh-ayuh-ayuh-ayuh-ayuh-ayuh-ayuh-ayuh-ayuh-ayuh
Mm. Yeah. Plus, at the moment you decide that you want to change, very important is that you need to meet one to one to give you strength. Give you strength and grant you ease. Inshallah, he will give, and you will find that it's just a normal transition. Mm. Okay. And what mm. people say, you don't really care. Yeah. You know. Yeah. Mm. So, Inshallah. Inshallah. True. Inshallah. So, uh, this is my last question for this episode. Uh, can you guys give like um, sort of like a an action plan or uh, some uh, moral support or for those who want to embark on their spiritual journey back to Allah? Very simple. Like action. Plan. <laughs> I'm older. I'm older. I'm older. You're wiser. Bismillah. Okay, because she said I'm wiser. <laughs> So, so, that's a tips game with so, I got here by her. What advice? <laughs> so, what your um sort of like action plan? What your advice for those who want to embark on their spiritual journey? Spiritual journey back to Allah. Um, personally, if you, um from my experience, I would say if you want to actually find Allah, you gotta find Allah, not find anyone else. You go back to basic Quran Hadith. But even having said that, don't simply read it on your own. You need to have a proper teacher. You need to find a good teacher. Follow slowly, you know. And then you will find slowly things will change internally and it will spread out external, you know. But take your time, you know. There's no rush. There's no rush. As long as you're on that journey to seek knowledge, Lillah Ta'ala, if you don't, inshallah, you die shaheed in the course of Allah. So, you know, it's always progress, not perfection. Mm. As long as you start it, go ahead. Make lots of du'a. Make lots of du'a. Always du'a, you know. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says, You call upon me, I will respond. So call upon him. Ask for anything, even for free parking, I do. <laughs> and he responds. You know, mashallah, he responds. I say, Ya Allah, give me a free parking too, in front of you me. You should ask for a free car. So okay, so uh find Allah, always make dua. That's very good. I think it's a good starting place for anyone else. And this is what Instagram about she said progress, not perfection. Yes. That's an Instagram quote right there. I'm gonna quote that, yes. Okay, how about you, sis Fadila? Yeah, I was thinking of it on the way here, and I've come with you know how I don't I don't listen to K-pop, but I know a lot of Malaysians do. So yes. to to make it easier for everyone listening to remember, BTS. Oh, okay, why <laughs> is that? If you don't listen to K-pop, you can think of Bandar Tasik Selatan also. Okay. That works as well. So BTS, if you want to change, practice these three things: Bia, Tauba, Suhba. Aiwa Bia, yani your environment. So the first thing you need to do is to try your best as possible to move yourself away from environments mm. that are not beneficial for you to change. So if it's a physical thing, try to find somewhere else to hang out. If it's a friendship thing, you can keep your old friends, but find new friends. And where you find good friends, uh, at places where are good. And on top of that, your BR online as well. Most of us spend our time online. Yes. So find environments online which are positive in your wanting to change. So unfollow who you need to unfollow and follow who you need to follow. Yes. That is positive for you. Oh, I agree. Yeah. The second one is Tauba. Because uh like what Kahafsa said, progress, not perfection. So Tauba, some people think you Tauba and then you cannot change, you cannot like uh, go back to anymore. 
But what people don't realize is that tawbah is every single day. I mean, the Prophet sallallahu alaihi wasallam who made tawbah seventy times a day, astaghfirullah seventy times a day, and that is Rasulullah who does not make any mistake on a sin. You know, so what more us? All right, so do constant tawbah. If you fall, just pick yourself up and do again. Progress not pro- progress not profession. I really like that. It's my new quote now. All right, and lastly. Sohba. Sohba is super duper important. Sohba is basically the friendship, the companions of the people that you keep around you. So um, if we look at um, in one of the stories, what happened to me once was, okay, I'm not a learned person. Okay, I've been to like di- various countries to learn Islam, but I didn't. I don't learn Islam seriously as a student. I'm more over there to make berkat and yeah. to sit with good people. Yeah. So the thing about sitting with good people is because the believers are mirrors to one another. So when you sit with good people and then you you will realize the deficiencies in yourself. Yes. You realize the deficiencies in your akhlaq. Without having any without having to say anything. Yes. So contoh I have this one ustazah. She has super high adab to Rasulullah sallallahu mm-hmm. So one day I was hanging out with her at the mall and she wanted to buy buku Shamail, Shamail Tamidi. It's a book on like hadith hadith. So we were at the counter, and then she paid for the book, and then the person ended up in plastic. Nah, I mean, they just walk ah, buku kan? Tak nak baca jalan. Then terus she, ah, Farila, Farila, ah, I nak angkat buku. Then I, tak lah lah. She said, you tolong buka angkat benda lain. So okay, fine. So I took her other stuff, and she carried the buku, and she carried it like on her chest. And then she didn't have to say anything. But I knew because of her akhlaq that she is doing that because the buku of Rasulullah SAW is not meant to be swung around, it's not meant to be put on your back, it's meant to be carried to the front. So this is just one thing you pick up of the million things that I learned from her just by being in her good company. Yeah. So when you are in people of good, one thing is you see the deficiency in yourself and second thing is you see, you get their light. You get the light of them because ilmu, while it's in books, Yes, I love books. Yeah, you also you might love books. Yeah, we love books. We love books. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but ilmu, like what Khafsa said, you cannot just take from Quran Hadith. You get it from teachers. And that's because the carry of the light of Rasulullah SAW through them, through the Sanat. So yeah, that's BTS, okay? Yeah, I mean, wow. if I can just add to that, mm, I yes, remember please. a Hadith, you know, where about, about this, this guy who actually killed a hundred men wanting to change. Aywa. And one of the advice given to him by the scholars at, at then was to move away. Oh, right, to yeah, move correct. away from where he was because where he was, he will never be able to change. Aywa. So it was on his way to another place, which is supposedly better, that he died. Okay, yep. and, and then the mm. angel of mercy and the uh, angel of death, you know, was like fighting over who gets to claim his soul. Again, um, and um, apparently, um, uh, finally, uh, Allah said that okay, count the steps, which mm. is nearer the from where he died. Where is it nearer to the place that he was going to go, which is a better place, or the place that he came from, which is a bad place? It so happened that it was like less one step, such a kind, yeah. which is more towards the better place. So it was the angel of mercy that uh, no, uh, the angel of mercy that actually came his soul. So it's like at all. You need sometimes you need to move away from the environment. It could be that it's a toxic environment, mm. and it it could be the the people. I'm not saying that the people are bad people, but sometimes people may not be good for you. Aywa. They're good, but they're not good for you. Aywa. You know because they probably belong to a different circle. <coughs> they, they belong a different mindset, but you want to be of a different mindset. Mm. So you need to move away sometimes for it. But that actually yeah. requires strength. Yeah. Again, make dua. Mm. And actually, I hear from the hadith that uh, Allah actually uh, folded the land mm. such that to make it that he oh, will be nearer to the place that he is going mm. to. 
So it's all about the effort. It doesn't matter if you get there or not. But progress, not perfection. And yes. And we are on the way, so it's like Shakit juga. Aiyah, mashallah, what a great way to finish the our session today. So I think just to recap, I think there's a lot of amazing thing that we get from today's episode. I think it's all started from Nia. So if you are in a journey to you know seeking for, you know, just try to find your good environment. You know, find just just make dua all the time. Like Kausa said, and change gradually. Progress, not perfection. That's why, yeah, mashallah. Well, guys, it seems that all the time we have today. Yes, yes, I'm gonna do that. Well, it seems that all the time we have today for our first episode. Thank you for joining us, Sister Hafsa, and Sister Fadila. Thank you for all for listening. In our next episode, we talk about feeling the emptiness in our heart. So be sure not to miss out. Okay. Uh, until then, may the good content always inspire you. Amen. Amen.